Welcome to today's episode of Urbane Legends, the podcast about urban legends. Uh, I am, of course, Chris Flynn, and I'm known for bringing in wholesale fibres made from bamboo for use uh, in the textiles industry. I'm currently wearing some bamboo socks, and they are very comfortable. I can highly recommend. Um, They're very soft. You know, we need to move our minds away from... Uh, prisoner of war camps in Vietnam when we think of bamboo. It really is a super product for us all. And with me, as always, is the man who had his flight bumped in favour of Captain Kirk on the recent uh, Jolly with Jeff Bezos, probably SpaceX, not sure if that's Bezos or Elon Musk, can't remember. It is Mr... Neil Herbert. That doesn't matter, does it? Hi, Neil. Um, so I imagine Elon Musk's is called something like Space EX2Z53, or have some bomber he likes or whatever. Didn't they name their kid, him and Grimes? They named it after some, some stealth bomber they liked and a load of extra... <laughs> like algebraic <laughs> equation for their kid. Really? Is it, oh, I think they kid, him and, him and Destin, Grimes, yeah, def- yeah. definitely a, um, appropriately aged Grimes. Yeah. It's called, they've called it something That's Elon like, Musk, um, isn't it? Not Bezos. That's Musk is going out. That's, Ma- that's Musk has done that, yeah. Lord knows what um, the other fellas up to. But um, it was fun. That was what... <laughs> yeah, it's called something like AEX SR seventy two or something. I think the SR seven or something like that. That's that's like some. That's the name of their kid like, plane that they like. Yeah, are they trying to get I, their I, kid I into the Wu Tang Clan? Perhaps <laughs> could be. It's, I we wouldn't put. I wouldn't put it past them. So how did they get in? How did they get in touch with you about? Um, about your seat being taken by the Shatner? Well, no, I mean, I, I, I literally, I, I sort of turned up, you know, two hours early, as you would do. <laughs> we did it all packed into a suitcase. <laughs> yeah, you know, I thought it was all, all packed up, you know, a reasonable amount of, um, you know, just an overnight stay in space. Buttoned up, toggles. It's cold in space, isn't it? Or it could, you know, I mean, obviously it's not going to have weather out there, but, you know, I don't know. They might space be. weather could be. Cosmic yeah. cosmic rays, that's... Um, do you know what you don't know, do you? You don't, you don't know. know. We've never been there, so how would you know? Yeah, exactly. There's no way of telling. It's all, it's, it's all, all of that space race stuff is all a myth, as we'll cover in a future episode. But uh, <laughs> yeah, and then there's just you know usual thing with like, oh no, sorry, no, no, no room left. We'll, oh, we'll put you did, on a later one. Did what? Did what attract you to spending your life savings and selling half of your horse brass collection to fund this? The fact that the ship looks like a penis. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, lovely. <laughs> If I'm gonna, I'm gonna be jabbing God in the eye, it's gonna be a yeah. Just you know, it's the most you know. I think with obelisks and stuff like that, we've gone as far as we can with phallic imagery. I think the next one is to tear the hymen of the atmosphere a new one <laughs> with a rocket. What would be a, what would be a better metaphor for billionaires these days? <laughs> I don't this fucking ridiculous culture we live in. I mean, is, is penis the most aerodynamic shape? It's ten times as much rocket fuel if it actually just been a triangle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I like I like this rocket. It's quite penis shaped, <laughs> more penis shaped. I, I, I assume they they they, um, they had in all the best uh, engineers to find out the most aerodynamic penis engineers. Is, is, uh, yeah, 
the ones that um, presumably cycling teams use to select people because it's all about yeah, do, you, do you reckon that's what it is? And it's, gonna, it's just like this one one guy is an expert. He's like the world's leading expert. expert self, 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 what, what self-proclaimed expert. <laughs> knows is he's got a really bizarre kink. Blind <laughs> <laughs> penis. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, I look forward to the new line of trains that will be coming out soon and what they do with the design of the tunnels. That'll be yeah, good. I'm, I'm going to take my business off. I'll try and get on Branson's one next Oh, time. really? <laughs> what was it Frankie Paul said? 200-year-old uh, um, orangutan, Richard Branson. <laughs> um, yeah, well, did you get a refund then? I'm still waiting on that. Really? Customer service is fucking terrible. You have to go through the Amazon yeah. website. <laughs> Early adopter. So, oh, it's brutal. Oh dear. So Neil, um, what day is this that we are recording on? It's your favourite day of the year, isn't it? The Irish day. It's yeah, it's it's Samhain. It's uh it's uh, Halloween. It's Halloween today. Have you um did you go trick or treating last night like you were planning to? No, I didn't, sadly. No. Oh, was it because it was a bit wet? It was a bit rainy, so I thought no I, the eggs aren't gonna stick. Properly to uh, it's mainly trick I'm doling out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not too bothered about the treat aspect. Just just like pouring loads of black widows through people's letterboxes, that kind yeah, of you know, or, or petrol, you know, just like <laughs> fire bombing, like that. Fire, fire bombing Protestant churches. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's just a just a jape, isn't it? Good laugh. Um, so. I guess, well, it's nothing to do with it being Halloween because we've already released our Halloween special. But um, this yes. is quite Amityville Horror, if you haven't listened to that already. Amityville Horror, which is a true and then Arctic not true genre. story. Yep. It has both true story and not true story. It's got 1980s law- cocaine-fueled lawyers. It's got, um, <laughs> got It's got terrible grifters called the Lutzes, which is a good name for a... Terrible anything, isn't it? Lutz. Ah, you yeah, big you Lutz. Wasn't Lutz one of the writers in 30 Rock, the one they were always picking on? Yes, it was. I doubt there's a... reckon it's based uh, on him, actually. Possible. It might have been like a real in, a real sort of like obscure in-joke from somebody, I don't know. I'm not sure. Probably not. Correct, <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, no, highly unlikely, I suspect, but... You know, oh. Today, we are going to be having a look at Stull Cemetery, which is the legendary gateway to hell in Kansas. So, what are you... Seven gateways to hell, I believe. I don't know if they're all in America or they're spread around the world. It wouldn't... That's the thing, isn't it? a knock at America. No, no, but that's the thing, isn't it? Because these things all come out of America, they're all based in America, but really Christianity, like, that's the last place it went, America, really, wasn't it? They're making think, up for it now, aren't they? You think there'd be a lot of gateways to hell in, you know, the Middle East, possibly, possibly some in Southern Europe, North Africa, that kind of place. Or, I mean, mm-hmm. or, or do, do the gateways only go where people believe in it? Because otherwise, you could have a gateway to hell in Siberia, like one over you in, think in Korea. In Rome, when they had the schism of the churches, mm-hmm. east and west, east and west. So, do they then have double the amount of gateways to hell? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Is it, you know, is, is this... I'm not a theologian, Neil, as you might have picked or... up on. <laughs> <laughs> Got a back of a fag packet knowledge of most religions. <laughs> I feel like I know a certain amount, but... Uh, you probably know yeah, more it's... than me. You're more indoctrinated, though, aren't you? That's true, but... you were in that cult school. Yeah, I was. Um, 
That was a confirmed Catholic, but uh, I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't follow any. Instinct that. did it. That was my last thing to do. Well, no, it didn't at the time. To be honest, just internet porn came out and you family. dropped God like a hot banana. <laughs> <laughs> that was a few years later. To be fair. Okay, so I'm going to read some bits and bobs from American Hauntings Inc. Spelt with an I N K. So like writing rather than incorporated. Dot com. There are graveyards across America, places with names like Bachelor's Grove and Stoll Cemetery, all that defy all definitions of a haunted cemetery. There are places that go beyond the legends of merely being haunted and enter into the realms of the diabolical. There are places said to be so terrifying that the devil himself holds court with worshippers there. And in the case of Stoll Cemetery in Kansas, is one of the gateways to hell itself. But just how terrifying are these places? While there are a few of us who would challenge the supernatural presence of a place like Bachelor's Grove, there are some who claim that Stull Cemetery does not deserve the blood-curdling reputation it has garnered over the years. A few years ago, it went beyond the realm of merely haunted to achieve the status of Gateway to Hell. So there's okay. the intro, and that was done in italic, so I thought I'd do it in that um, thespy voice. Best spooky voice. Yeah, uh, mm, okay, so so, so there's there's, um, there's criteria here. So you, you, you're haunted, but then if you're uh, yeah. haunted, it becomes a gateway to hell. No, you think that things no get they're, different, they're yeah. different things. So there are lots of haunted cemeteries, but then like the next rank up is a gateway to hell. Yeah, that's what that's what I mean. Is it, oh, do you think you start off with a bit of haunting, bit haunting, bit and, like and haunting, then you can promote a gateway to hell? So that, um, but if that, you work really hard on your haunting and you terrify other people, so Maple Park, that's got the cemetery in it, which we've looked at. That's one of our episodes. Yeah, Maple Park, where the, is um, Maple Park, and that where the kids haunt it. Supposedly, some kids went missing. It was supposed to be a serial killer in the area, wasn't or there? it was just the fact that they all died in factories. <laughs> Yeah, or of Spanish flu or whatever. Um, there were different stories, but that's meant to be haunted. But no one said that's a gateway to hell, do they? Even though there are pictures of red lights in the bushes and potential orbs. With no obvious source. No obvious source whatsoever. <clears throat> okay, again, you know, the devil's a busy little fella, isn't he? So, he's, well, it, it makes it sound to me like, you know, he's he's quite keen to engage on his terms, but he doesn't like you coming into his gaff. That's fair enough. That's like me, really. Reasonable, I suppose. Yeah. You know, he likes getting out and about and meeting people, but, uh, you know, when it comes to some... Alone yeah, but he needs, he needs his space. Put your, put your hooves up, you know, read <laughs> a book. Stick, so, stick on... Like a warm cocoa or sulfur or whatever it yeah, is. Stick on Chicago Fire, see um, yeah. see what's happening with the gun boys in the favelas living in Soldier Fields. Oh, we'll catch up with that Squid Game. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> watch, watch some Squid Game. Yeah. Um, right, so yeah, they don't want to be disturbed. So you know, there's there's far fewer portals that can go into hell than than come out. Or, or do you think it's a two way? He doesn't really need a portal, does he? He can sort of try. No, he, he can go. Back he's an into, he's an interdimensional uh, playboy, so he can do what he wants. Yeah, um, but I don't know what a gateway to hell is. So let's see if this explains it. If, let's yeah, see is if that stuff you... coming out of hell, or <clears> I just assumed it was way into. I don't know, Neil. I don't know. Let's see if we can pin this down, this episode, for once and for all. I suspect the details are going to be vague. And <laughs> vague and uninteresting. 
Good. Well, it'll uh, it'll fit it'll fit in with our uh, nice of a pace with our statement. So, Stone Cemetery and the abandoned church that rests next to it is located in the tiny, nearly forgotten Kansas town of Stull. There is not much left of the tiny village, save a few houses, the newer church and about 20 residents. However, the population of the place allegedly contains a number of residents that are from beyond this earth. Whoa! <laughs> That's what I put in it. Stull, that's an interesting name, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's, a bit, it's like a cross between Krull and Skull. Yeah. Uh, so, in addition to its human inhabitants, the town also, is also home to a number of legends and strange tales that are linked to the crumbling church and to the overgrown cemetery that it can be found atop, uh, atop Stull's Emmanuel Hill. For years, stories of witchcraft, ghosts and supernatural happenings have surrounded the old graveyard. It's a place that some claim is one of the seven gateways to hell. Mm. Yeah, I mean, how are they working out that there's seven? I don't know. This, I, I don't know that your story's going to tell you this, but this, this idea, this notion of seven gateways to hell is interesting to me. As you said, yeah. I, I want to know what a gateway to hell consists of. Is it just things can get out of it? Can things go into it? I don't know. So, legends say that these stories have been linked to Stull for more than 100 years. Well, not that long, really. But none of them made it into print until the 70s. In November 1974, an article appeared... Ooh, Almost like a ghost. Uh, in the University of Kansas student newspaper that spoke of a number of strange occurrences in the Stull churchyard. According to the article, Stull was haunted by legends of a diabolical supernatural happenings. And the legends asserted that the cemetery was one of the two places on earth where the devil appears in person two times a year. It's said that the cemetery had been the source of many legends in the area, stories that have been told and retold for over a century. The piece also went on to say that most students learnt of Stull's diabolical reputation when they're from their great-grandparents and older individuals, but that many of them claimed first-hand encounters with things that they could not explain. One student claimed to have been grabbed by the arm by something unseen, while others spoke of unexplained memory loss when visiting the place. Sounds like they got a gas leak. Uh, like many gas other... leak or blackout drunk. Yeah. Like many other locations of this type, the tales of devil worship and witchcraft also figured strongly in the article. But were these stories actually true? When was this article again? It was 74. Okay, yeah, because, I mean, do you remember there was um, a spate of satanic panic? Yeah, but that was in the early 80s. Well, they, it I was going to say, yeah. It was in the eighties, but they were trying to ban cyclical. Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> yeah, and so obviously that's a, that's a, that's another the portal to hell. Well, they're playing with um, dice and a board. They've got figurines. Oh, like, exactly. Off... Yeah, my cards <laughs> become really quiet and drawn since playing Dungeons and Dragons. Oh dear. But no, yeah. Well, it's just they have a satanic panic, but in America, once every, I think it's like once every fifteen years. It's just like a cyclical thing. Yeah. But, I mean, what was really disturbing about that was because, I mean, there were a load of... Which QAnon can be considered the latest of. Yeah, yeah, kind of. I mean, but, but the you know, where they were actually getting sort of... Well, because there were a few psychologists who kind of got, you know, reacted very disreputable because they sort of, like, basically were, you know, putting kids under hypnosis and putting, you know, leading by suggestion and asking leading questions. Yeah, and just like, implanting turns out if you ask a kid, you know make up stories about all of these. And the thing is that a lot of this stuff is just really easily disprovable. Um, mm. Well, as we've discussed before, false memories are real. Like, they're a real mm. phenomena. Um, so, I mean, it's, I mean, the human brain's pretty malleable. Do you know, you can, you know, 
you can implant stuff in there because it, it's um but it lies to you in real time as well i've said this i mean i was i was doing something uh the, the one person that really wouldn't have it was a lawyer but basically there's this famous optical illusion where you you have like a, it's like a chessboard and then there's like there's some stuff on top of it and there's one that it looks like a shadow's being cast so it's like is this a, a, a gray thing or a white a white square right. this one and actually if, so if you look at it it's gray because there should be a shadow being cast across it if you just sort of cut it out no, yeah. it's white. I mean, basically, your brain just interprets. Oh, there must be a shadow. Yeah, optical there. illusions are, are cool. So you, your yeah. eyes can see what it is, but your brain just basically tells you, "No, no, no that, mm. that's this color." Because yeah, because your brain essentially all the information that comes in, your brain's yeah. interpreting it, and you can yeah. and it can be tricked. Um, yeah, it's fascinating. I really like optical illusions and and things like that because I like the way that it confuses your brain. Mm. <laughs> it's like, oh, weird. Um, so, are they actually true? Not according to the residents of Stull, who claim to have never heard of the stories before. I mean, you probably don't... It sounds like it's quite a small town, and I suppose, mm. I mean, twofold. One, it's like you don't particularly want your nice little town... Um, well, you know, getting derelict town with 20 people. I, I don't know. It could, it could... Yeah, it could... You know, I'm just... looking on the bright 20 of those people... It's a lovely, close-knit community of... Secret society. minded and great people. Or it, it could be... <laughs> yeah. It could be more like hot fuzz. Um... Yeah, well, so, that and probably you don't want like annoying tourists turning up and just you know. I mean, I would probably if if my town was on its last legs and everything was all crumbling away, I'd probably want the tourist money. It's like the cruise ships, though, Chris. They don't spend any money. These fuckers. You well, know, they you, come in all these. Go- I don't, I, I don't know if Countess has a has go, a big go, down to, go straight to the graveyard, but there's no money going into the local local restaurants or anything like that. Yeah. You know, they don't they don't they don't spend anything. You just straight to the graveyard and then back on the bus. Yeah, straight to the graveyard. The haunted location. Set fire to some upside down crosses. Get a, do a Ouija board. It's like do you ever there's a town in I think it's in Germany, it might be in Austria, and I think no, it's not Wanker, that's in America. There's a well, there's a place called Wanker's Creek or Wanker's Anyway, there's a place in I think it's Austria, I think it's called Fuck or something like this. Yeah. And it just—it's a German word for like, I can't remember what it means. Sex. But they've gotten so <laughs> tired. It's, it's something completely wrong. And Fuck, I think it's, it's, yeah. it's pronunciation. But anyway, like loads of um, English-speaking tourists have gone across and stealing like the street signs and stuff like that, and they've really yeah. sick to the back teeth because it's like it's not actually good for the economy or anything either because they just come along. Oh, steal, I think. You know? I mean, it depends how you do it, though, isn't it? I mean, if you look at um, one which... Well, I think they have gone to the point now where they're trying to sort of, like, have, you know, you can buy, like, a souvenir sign in a yeah. shop. That's what this... Because, again, it's quite a small community, and they're just sort of like, well, how do we get around this? It's not... If you look so, at... I think, um, they, I think they might have renamed themselves or something, but... Um, yeah. To bang. It's <laughs> <laughs> a reach around. Reach and round. <laughs> um, but if you look at... So, last week... The one we released was Kuldara. If you look at what they've done with very little, you know they're making it into like a Disneyland. So I mean, yeah. you can you can do it. Um, you know, you've just got to have like, don't know, satanic themed restaurants, <laughs> stuff, stuff well, like that's that. That's the thing is as well, isn't it? It probably wouldn't that kind of thing probably wouldn't go down. I mean, it's worked well for I think in Salem. Yeah, you know, they've made quite a bit of money out of the whole sort of yeah promoting the. But you'd have to be a bit careful with promoting kind of... Well, yeah, if it's backwater America, um, you would imagine they might be members of the Christian right and probably don't, which is yeah, why they're, play, they're, which is why they're playing this down and which is why I don't believe what they're saying. So, 
You think they're covering something up? Oh, yeah. They were bemused, annoyed, and downright angered that such a thing was being said about their town. <laughs> the pastor at the new church in Stull, located right across the road from the old one, indicated he believed the stories to be the inventions of students at the university. <laughs> He's probably not wrong, in fairness. Well, we'll see. Who do you trust? No one. I'm, at, I'm at this point, I don't trust right any now, of them. Chris, I don't trust them yet. But such stories have a strong hold on people, as evidenced by the reaction to the article that claimed that the devil would appear in Soul Cemetery on the night of the spree equinox and again on Halloween. On March 20th, 1978, more than 150 people waited in the cemetery for the arrival of the devil. The word also said spread that the spirits of those who died violent deaths and were buried there would return from the grave. Unfortunately, the only spirits that showed up that night came in bottles and cans, cans of spirit. Um, white you spirit. Can, <laughs> you can buy. Um, I, I mean, don't. Yeah, not in seventy-eight. Cans of rum and coke and stuff. Yeah, not in seventy-eight. No, <laughs> in Kansas. But this has not stopped the stories from spreading. All throughout the eighties and up until today, stories have been told about Stold Cemetery. And as time has passed, most have grown more horrifying and hard to believe. <laughs> the problem seems to be that the cemetery has a lack of any real documented accounts of the strange activity, and the weird tales to be little more than urban legends and secondhand stories from teenagers and common students. So I'm going to go through a few stories here. Um, they don't seem convinced, the people who are writing this uh this article, well, you know, they, they, they're casting a sceptic eye until they see some evidence that seems reasonable. Which is, well, I mean, it's it's a bit disappointing from a website called AmericanHauntingsInc.com. <laughs> it's one of these, yeah, it's one of these boring ones that just closes it down every time. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing. So, it, you know, do do they have hauntings that they fully believe in on this website? Yeah. I think I'll have to have a look. Yeah. Uh, one story told of two young men who were visiting Stoll Cemetery one night and became frightened when a strong wind began blowing out of nowhere. I know I get terrified by winds. <laughs> <laughs> Atmospheric change in pressure. They ran back to their car only to find that the vehicle had been moved to the other side of the highway and was now facing in the opposite direction. I have to explain that. On. Another man claimed to experience the same anomalous wind, but inside of the church rather than in the graveyards. I mean, there's a picture of the church, and it's got no roof or windows or anything, so you could get wind in there. He claimed... I think the car's an interesting one, because, you know, the wind may have pushed it across. (laughs) It depends. Yeah, I mean, it really depends on how strong the wind was. It's possible, I guess. Could have been a twister. Or the devil, just the devil could hotwire a car, I reckon it's not beyond this. Oh, easy, yeah. He invented yeah. hot wiring. Yeah. <laughs> That's where it comes from. So he claimed... Uh, He's up to date with modern technology. Yeah, of course. He claimed that the sinister air current knocked him to the floor and would not allow him to move for some time. Incidentally, it's inside the same church where witnesses say that no rain will fall, even though the building has no roof. Hmm. I mean, that should be quite an easy one to disprove. <laughs> not true. No, there's no, there's no way to prove or disprove this. Okay, the legend also says that the devil has been appearing here since the 1850s and insists that the original name of the town was Skull and that the later corruption of that into Skull was simply to cover the fact that the area was steeped in black magic. Mm. It was said that witchcraft practising early settlers were also... Uh, were so repentant about their past deeds that they changed the name of the town. In truth, the town was called Deer Creek Community until 1899. 
when the last name of the first postmaster, Sylvester Stoll, was adopted as the name of the village. Post office closed down in 1903, but the name stuck. That's why would you change it from Deer Creek Community, quite nice, right, mm. to the name of the postman? <laughs> what, what's so good about the postmaster? He was quite popular, wasn't he? Popular guy. Yeah. I mean, you know. <laughs> what is Penny Farthing? <laughs> Howdy doody! <laughs> I, I wonder as well because you know there's a lot of you know lonely housewives on the route. Yeah, a lot, a lot of kids that look like the local postman. A lot of um, a lot of their husbands would have died in the American Civil War. Yeah, it would have been like um, Pat Everybody, Mustard, yeah. Pat Mustard, the milkman, and Father Ted. <laughs> <laughs> um, in 1980. An article appears in the Kansas City Times added further fuel to the rumours about Stoll Cemetery, an abandoned church. The article was quoted as saying that the devil chose two places to appear on Earth every Halloween. One of them was the tumbleweed hamlet of Stull, Kansas, and the other, which occurs simultaneously at midnight, is some place in the desolate plains of India. So, quick, so one question... Um, it says it happened simultaneously at midnight. Midnight where? Because midnight in India, which is the other side of the world, is not the yeah. same time as midnight in Kansas. Well, I mean, the answer's obvious, isn't it, Chris? Midnight GMT. GMT. The, the, the true midnight. The true midnight. <laughs> yeah, from which all other time is taken. Yeah, it's... When, I mean, the, yeah, when I mean, midnight... not thought very hard about that. It's the kind of thing, you know, if you were like a, that dumb kid, you'd be like, oh, well, two well, places on the midnight... <laughs> So the devil's played another trick on us because he's just using, you know, um, idiots. <laughs> differences in time and so to be able to appear. In t- I'm in two places. I was, well, how do you explain? You know, I'm not the devil. I was in India at 12 and um, <laughs> in Stull at 12 as well at the same time. I mean, admittedly, that would be quite an impressive feat of logistics, getting a flight over to India from Stull. In t- I don't know how many hours ahead India is, but... Uh, uh, India's like... Eight hours ahead of us. Yes, and that and be like what? Kansas is about seven hours behind. About six, five, five hours behind us. So it'd be about, what, about eleven hours. What's five hours behind? No, no, Kansas. It's Pacific East. Pacific East. Pacific, is that five seven, hours, like New York. No, is no, 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 five no, hours behind no, us. Isn't it? No, New York's six, I think, and Pacific is eight. Oh, okay. Eight. So you've got oh, six. Okay. You've got sixteen hours, Neil. It's doable. I mean. Not quite sure. Again, impressive feat of logistics, as far as I'm concerned. But then Satan's probably got a private jet, hasn't he? Probably, yeah. You know, and an airfield. Everyone everyone has private jets as a Satan in my eyes. (laughs) Fight the power. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's a good point. It's kind of like, uh, yeah, you can't can't be there simultaneously if it's at midnight at both places. No. Unless he's doing it interdimensionally or outside of space, maybe in the fourth dimension. Maybe he's bending space time so that he can be yeah. at midnight in both. I mean, theoretically, it's possible, but it would use like the power of ten suns. But you know, it's a devil, or the so, power of one hellborn, one, <laughs> one, one hellborn. Exactly. So, I mean, the, the thing—that's the thing. We don't know how powerful they are in um, killer jewels, do we? The hellborn. <laughs> well, I mean, really, you, if you're going to combat climate change, you've got to look into hell-based. Um, yeah, the, the yeah. geothermal our, our looming energy crisis. You know exactly. It's you know that's the bedrock of good. If it means we're going to have to sacrifice a few people to Satan, yeah, you 
not but as long as it's not me or people it's, I know, I don't care. Do you? Just about it. Well, you, maybe you draw them by lottery, you know, and then it's fair and, and unequivocal. But it's you know, cost I'd rather, I'd, I'd, work out, isn't it? I'd rather just um, base it on usefulness to society. I'm not sure I'm going terribly high up the list there, to be honest with you. No, you, pay, you, pay, you pay a fair amount of tax. That's it. And do you know what? Sometimes that's enough, Neil. Sometimes that's enough. Okay, so um, so from these sites, according to the article, the devil gathers all the people who died violent deaths over the past year for a prance around the earth at the witching hour. Who's he gathering for a prance? Uh, everyone who died a violent death over the last year. So, I mean, it makes sense that he'd have one in America then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Quite I mean, a lot of violent there. There's plenty plenty to pick up with. Um, well, reading about some of the troubles on the border in um, India and Bangladesh, I think there's some, quite a lot of violence, religious violence happening over there at the moment as well. But, um, yeah, it's... Uh, I, like a, I like the fact they're having a little prance. That's nice, isn't it? Well, it's nice. It doesn't seem that bad. Just don't, well, just don't you die the violent death. Come on, let's have a prance. We can have a look at all the places you haven't seen. What if you don't? Fa- what if you're quite religious though, and you don't fancy hanging out with the, the devil? Then what? You know, you've got to. You don't, um, don't know. Maybe you could I, don't ma- I don't make up the rules. Big one upstairs. That's why I had the rebellion didn't turn out. But you know, at least <laughs> yeah. I've got doing you know for earth now. Yeah, you chose. Yeah, you vote. You voted for him. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but why install? The article adds he appears in Stolp because of an event that took place in the 1850s when a stable hand allegedly stabbed the mayor to death in the cemetery's old stone barn. Years later, the barn was converted into a church, which in turn was gutted by fire. A decaying wooden crucifix that still hangs from one of its walls is thought to sometimes turn upside down when passers-by step into the building at midnight. It's so, thought to sometimes do. Thought that it could. Yeah. The story neglects to mention that, historically speaking, neither Deer Creek community nor Stoll have ever had an official map. It was all down to the post guy, wasn't it? He, um, I mean, his, 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 his oligarchy. Well, I think, but I think he's missing the for the trees a little bit there. That supposedly, I mean, you would think it would be something like some horrific, I mean, of all the horrific things that have happened on Earth. Yeah, you um, would have thought maybe the, it was the, the people... The portal to hell opens because the postman murdered the mayor. Don't get me wrong, that's not nice. And if you're the, the mayor's family... I'm a lot sure worse things have happened around here yeah. to, say, like say, the native know. people. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Exactly, yeah. You know, in America alone, or, or things that have gone on elsewhere. So, yeah, that doesn't really feel like it's making much of a threshold for opening a hell mouth for me. But it could have just been, you know, like 90% of life's timing, isn't it? So maybe it was yeah. just the timing. So... Yeah. Author Lisa Heifner Height happened at midnight. We're not quite sure whether it was Indian midnight time or, or style midnight time. It was hell midnight. But it's changeable, basically, aren't they? Yeah, it's fine. I suppose because hell's at the centre. Spookiest of hours. I suppose uh, because hell's at the centre of the earth, it's all times of day at every time, isn't it? Like all, yeah. At all times, it's every time of day. Yeah because it's right in the centre of the Earth, so it's whichever way you look at it, it'd be a different time. I wonder whether they actually have to apply to the laws of sort of time and physics. They have to apply to GMT, a... as we've, as we've discussed. Oh, yeah, exactly. as, we've already, as we've already confirmed. Yeah, good point. Okay, so author Lisa Hefner-Heights has collected numerous legends that have been added to the mythology of Stoll Cemetery. Some of them include the fact that the devil also appears at Stull on the last night of winter, 
or the first night of spring. He comes to visit I'm a witch. What the hell we defining factor? Oh, it was with um, inverted commas. Backing up with any evidence. <laughs> it was with inverted commas. Uh, All right, fair enough. He comes to visit a witch that's buried there. Ah. Oh. Sentimental. I mean, I'll be honest with you, article writer. You chose to write about this. I wouldn't be so fucking sniffy. Yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean? I mean, that's coming from, and that's, com- and that's, and that's coming, coming from us who decided to do a podcast about, about the legends. <laughs> Coincidentally, an old tombstone bearing the name Witch with two T's is located fairly close to the old church. It should also be mentioned that there are rumours of an old tree in the graveyard. Well, I mean, that's easy to fucking prove. Rumours <laughs> of a tree. How many <laughs> fucking Weasley words do you want to hide behind? Um, I suspect there's an old tree in the fucking graveyard. I think you can just oh, go with which was Which was cut down a year or two ago. Um, was once used as a gallows for condemned witches. There is also said to be a grave in the cemetery which holds the bones of a child of Satan who was born of the devil and a witch. The child was so deformed that he only lived for a few days and the body was buried in stull. Some say that his ghost may walk here and there was supposedly a photo taken a few years ago that showed a werewolf-like boy, Eddie Munster, (laughs) peering out from behind a tree. Could have just been a teddy boy. Could have been a Ruger. Um... (laughs) Could have been a stump squatch. <laughs> so, so, so is Satan like just kind of like a grieving father, do you reckon? Yeah, could be. Not Maybe so he really loved this witch. Yeah. You know, he never thought he'd fall for a human woman. No. <laughs> it turns out this witch was unlike anyone he'd ever met. Yeah, it was like, um, it was like you a night. hell seem like heaven, he says. <laughs> <laughs> you have burnt yourself into my heart. Maybe it was like um, some nineties film, like something like She's All That, where like yeah. the geek, she's like the geeky witch, but then she has to go to I don't know witch prom, and it turns out yeah. she's really attractive or something, and then she Just ends up with the look, devil, look who's, the cover of the, the, the devil who's heavy, who's Freddie Prince Junior or something like that. <laughs> um, so one of the yes, yeah, so, I mean you know it does sound like he comes to one of the stories he comes to visit this witch who he had a kid with. And the kid died because, yeah. you know, never the twain shall meet. hanging around Stull is my question. I don't buy that some, you know, fucking postman's stuck nah, there. No, someone got stabbed up. About that. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Worst things happen on Friday there's night. A, God there's say. a thousand people getting stabbed up this second. Yeah. It's a, The world's a horrific place. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, one of the strangest stories about Stull supposedly appeared in Time magazine. Brackets, it didn't close brackets, in either 1993 or 1995, depending on the version you hear. This story claims that Pope John Paul II allegedly ordered his private plane to fly around eastern Kansas while on his way to a public appearance in Colorado. The reason for this, the story claims, was the Pope did not want to fly over unholy ground. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> so, so Stull is like one of the most like cursed places on earth. Then, and so the so the Vatican know about this. Of course they do. Of course they do. They've, they've got books going back thousands of years. Yeah, Doctor thousands and thousands of years. When the Vi- that's what drove the Vikings out of America, <laughs> was it? Was the, yeah. Well, that's they the... washed up in the Newfoundland or wherever it was. It was yeah. very near Stull. Chances. <laughs> 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 Funny enough, yeah, Stull, Stull is like a... Yeah, well, what, they, the they, they, they did, because they liked a bit of river 
river Viking, didn't they? Yeah. Because that's how they got down to the Holy Land and Russia and all that. Yeah. So they probably rivered their way to the Great Lakes Kansas, easy yeah. enough. And yeah. then down into Kansas, don't know what rivers are does the and Mississippi go there? there? What they found straight back to Norway. Or, or they're the ones who burnt down the church. Because <laughs> they lined up at church burnings. Okay, so the legend grew, and by 1989, the crowds at the gravestone on Halloween night had become so overwhelming that the Douglas County Sheriff's Department had to station deputies outside to send people on their way. They handed out tickets for criminal trespass to anyone caught on the property. It was believed that nearly 500 people came to the cemetery on Halloween night of 1988, doing damage to the church and gravestones following a police response the following year. I mean, what what's the best thing you're hoping is going to happen if you're turning up to one of these things? I suppose it's just it's a laugh, isn't it? Oh, yeah, something to do. You live in Star, to what do. the fuck else are you going to do? You live in Kansas, it's like... Again, I think... I don't know. Because it's like, you know, if a dead person you know just what, shit like... your pants, wouldn't you? So you're not huh? happy yeah. You know, if it, was, if it was a genuine thing, then you just, you know... But I, I mean, I just think, fucking, go, like, go with it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you're the people of the area, sell tickets to it. Yeah, sell tickets. Have uh, have street food carts in the cemetery around the edges. Do it like um, that. A wonderful concert that we went to, but like what a ultra capitalist venture when we saw Stevie Wonder at Hyde Park. Oh yes, yeah. Where you go in and then you're locked in, and then everything's like, extortion. Yeah, I like the Hyde Park festivals, but yeah, it's a very expensive experience. Yeah, we got, we saw Pharrell as well, didn't we, who opens, which yeah, we didn't know yeah. he was going to be. Great. Very good. So, at the, at the time, local residents grew more irritated that vandals and trespassers were wreaking havoc in the cemetery where their loved ones and ancestors were buried. Finally, a chain-link security fence was installed around the ground. That will stop them. And although the area is still regularly patrolled, the visits have died down somewhat, at least outside of October. In addition, there have been signs posted against trespassing here. That will stop them. And locals have made it clear that visitors are not welcome. <laughs> you ain't welcome here, boy! I'm in your own cemetery! It's sounding more and more like a bad slasher movie, which is probably going to encourage people to come down. Yeah. I'm assuming it's a lot of teenagers and it, people like that. Yeah, I mean, fun. Kansas isn't a heavily populated state. Um, so you no, would imagine... It's rural, I would imagine. Yeah, so teenagers be teenaging, don't they? What are you going to do, Jonathan? You know? you? You know, you sniff some tractor fuel, go and have a look where the devil's meant to pop out now and then. Lovely. You want to go and prove it for yourself, don't you? Yeah, so you're going to come come mob handed because you know if he does turn up, you're going to give him. A good <laughs> you're going to get yourself a few Glaswegian kids, yeah. fly them over in case things out. get tasty. <laughs> so, what about the stories? Were they true or the work of? So- oh, if you want to know the Glaswegian thing, listen to the Gorbals Vampire. It's fantastic. How tough. I was going to say out of, out of context, that might have been like. Huh? Yeah. Um, so, what about the stories? Were they true or the work of some student writer's imagination? Is I mean, also, you've already pretty much answered that. Well, you've answered what you believe. Yeah. Yeah. Is the cemetery at Stull really haunted, or is the haunting merely the result of an urban legend gone bazooic? Or is there that's no haunting a, that's whatsoever? That's a hard question to answer. 
Although undoubtedly the vast majority of the tales about the cemetery have been manufactured from horror fiction, they still beg the now familiar question of how such stories get started in the first place. Is there a grain of truth to the dark tales? Did some isolated supernatural event take place that led to the embellishment over the years? We have no idea and local residents are not talking. <laughs> Strangely, although property owners... Why are they spoke- covering up? Exactly. Strangely, although property owners have spoken out uh, against both vandals and the macabre stories, they have done little to try and end the legends for good. For example, as so many of the paranormal events supposedly involve the ruin of the old church, why not tear it down? The building has been standing vacant... Uh, well, I think it should be since since 1922, and it's been badly damaged by vandalism over the years. In 1996, the remnants of the roof blew off <laughs> with the spooky wind, and <laughs> once exposed to the elements, the interior would, walls have been damaged by both weather and graffiti. Recently, a large... it doesn't rain inside the church. Exactly. What's going on? Well, I don't know now. <laughs> Recently, oh, a large... not adding up here. <laughs> Recently, a large crack also opened in one of the stone walls after the church was struck by lightning. Ooh. That was, that was probably the... That was the Pope. Yeah. He's, he's getting oh. uh, Thor to send down some... Uh, <laughs> get Lovejoy. A bit of firepower to get rid get of... Get Lovejoy. I mean, it's one thing the Vatican don't tell down. you. They're also, you know, they're in charge of the pantheon of, uh, of Greek... Nordic, gods, Nordic or, gods. Or Nordic, or Nordic, yeah, not Greek ones. Uh, yeah. So, well, they could have got Zeus to do it. Similar... Yeah, that's true, yeah. So why not tear it down before it all falls down on its own? Wouldn't this bring an end to the demonic tales circulating about the place? To make matters worse, why chase away those who come to the cemetery at midnight and Halloween to see the devil appear? Why not simply control the chaos and allow the curiosity seekers to see that no spirits will run rampant on that fateful night? On Halloween night, money out of them. Yeah. On Halloween night of 1999, reporters from a local newspaper and television crew joined a group of onlookers at the cemetery. Sheriff's deputies were on hand, why not, um, but did not ask anyone to leave until 11.30pm. Why? Oh, 30 minutes Mm. before. Someone's in league with the devil. At precisely this moment, an unknown representative from the cemetery owners appeared and ordered everyone to leave the property. The office... The officers had no choice but to go along with their wishes and reporters and spectators had to leave. As Stull Cemetery and the land around it is private property, there was no option but to comply. The owners stated through their representative that they did not want media attention brought to the graveyard because it would attract vandals, but couldn't they have furthered their cause by allowing the camera crew to show that the devil did not appear at midnight and debunk the legend forever? And that wasn't... I'm going to be honest with you here, though. If if you're actually like, I don't think that's going to debunk anything. I don't think it'll no. he, he just hid from the camera. Well, can you capture Satan on videotape? No, you can't. Maybe not. Yeah, it's well, like, a, well it's like a vampire in a mirror. Exactly. Um, you know that if you're of a mind to believe that kind of nonsense, or more likely, you just think it's you can argue, you can argue yourself out of any corner yeah. if you're not interested in facts. Once, once you're dealing with you know theological beings, then you know supernatural powers. Then frankly, you can uh, you can always find ways around these things. But it is weird that they sent their representative, like sent a lawyer, hey Lionel Hutt, to do it law to to get rid of everyone at eleven thirty. Like to me, that actually. 
I would have done something like that if I was planning on opening up some tourist shit the next year. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, because that's just going to increase interest. So, unless... no, absolutely. It's a bit. It's a bit of a weird one, but um, unless they just really enjoy the fact that they really got to disappoint everyone, so they chose yeah, the just complete it. nihilists. Wait until half an hour before midnight and then tell them all to fuck off. <laughs> but that wasn't the end of the story. Now, on March twenty ninth, two thousand two. The old stone church in the cemetery was mysteriously demolished. A man named Major Weiss, who owned the property, along with two other people, who he declined to name, said that he did not authorise the abandoned church to be destroyed. (laughs) Those who lived nearby stated that they were also unaware of the demolition, although one of them did say that a wall of the church had collapsed about two weeks before. The spooky church of so much legend was no more. And yet the legend, uh, and yet the legend has persisted. Why? No one can say. Perhaps it's simply that once a story gets started, it's very hard to stop. Yeah, I don't know why it's all tied into the church either. Because I mean, if there's a hellmouth here, presumably the, the more of a church there is there, the less likely Satan is to turn up. Well, I don't know, but he's he's weirdly attracted to churches and stuff, and... isn't he? I think. Yeah. Do you think he just regrets things? Um, you know, he's trying to turn over a new leaf. No, I don't know. I think um, a bit of praying, maybe God will forgive me. I think that I think what take, the, take back all of that. What the devil's you known for is um, is confrontation, isn't it? That's what he's most known for, being quite a confrontational character. So, I think he he meets his challenges head on. I think. Well, I, I, do you know what? I, th- I think it's um, I think it's very admirable. Yeah, well, you know, I'm not not saying he's right, but we've all got something to learn possibly from saying. No, I mean, to be honest with you, you look at most folklore, he's just like a little prankster, isn't he? He's just going around doing hoof prints in fucking snow and nonsense like this. He's clearly got a lot of time on his hands. Be hanging around Stull on Halloween. Yeah. So While simultaneously being an Indian. Or simultaneously being in India. I, we've got to look up this... Um, you know, what this other place in India is that he... he it, it, just said, it just says somewhere in India, in the plains somewhere, of India. Okay. Um, so I think that's pretty much the story. I can have a look and see if there's any more bits about. So, I mean, effectively, what we've got here is a load of kids turning up at a graveyard, wanting to hang out at midnight. But, you know, the John Lift go from uh, Footloose, he's just shaking his fist. <laughs> <laughs> not, my, not in my fucking... No! <laughs> no cider and devil worship in my town. <laughs> because a, a kid died in a car accident or something. Yeah, well, his car turned around and it was the other way. I mean, it, it's not... It's pretty slim, isn't it? Pretty slim pickings. Yeah. There's not much... I mean, there's, there's a lot here about... Oh, I've got a bit more about out. the um, portal to hell here. The actual okay, portal to yeah. hell bit. I want to know how these things work. Yeah. So uh, this is from maryhallbergmedia.com. So I'll I'll just have a quick look through. Um, So Stoll Cemetery is located just outside Stoll, Kansas, a small unincorporated community about 17 miles east of Topeka, if anyone wants to go. Uh And it was settled by Pennsylvanian Dutch settlers in 1856. Uh, Right. By all accounts, Dull is a small town, uh, it's quiet, uh, and one article even went to say it's practically vacant. 
like them. So, but for such a tiny area, it has a lot of dark room associated with it. There's a story about the town's mayor being stabbed to death in a barn by a stable hand in the 1850s. Another story tells of a farmer in the early 1900s who burnt down a field to clear land and later found the body of his son in the field, killed accidentally in the fire. Other rumours float around of people taking their own lives in public places, leaving their bodies behind to be later found by passers-by. The mayor murder is probably not true. Styles never even had a mayor, likely due to its size. The other stories were unconfirmed, at least by me. But some people Maybe think... Maybe the mayor from another town. He just came to Stoughton to hang out. Yeah. And, and, and as part of their long lineage of uh, unfriendliness to outsiders, the stable hand just had to stab him up. <laughs> Maybe the guy's name was just Mayor. Because, I mean, the guy yeah. who owns the land is called Major. And I doubt he's, like, from the British Army. So... Yeah, um, right. The other stories are unconfirmed, at least by me, but some people think these alleged tragedies installed early history made it a magnet for the paranormal. So, Stoll Cemetery's been around for a while. It's a low the... bar for the paranormal, then. I'm surprised there's not a lot more hail mouths, is all I'm saying. <laughs> the old graves, uh, the oldest graves there, date back to the 1850s. For a while, the cemetery was like any other cemetery, creepy, maybe, but not haunted. There are a few different accounts of how the supernatural rumours started. One source says that a University of Kansas professor made up the stories in the 50s. Another said in the 1980s article, in the 1980s article in the Kansas City Times prompted the rumours. But most accounts seem to agree that the hauntings back to 74, which is what we've got. Um, but, 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 so we've got all that. So in the 1850s, the, so it's a bit of history. The 1850s, mm-hmm. the Evangelical Emmanuel Church was established. The church was reportedly in the same building that used to be the barn that we know the mayor was murdered in. At some point, the church burned and the roof was blown off by a storm. One source says that it happened in the 20s. Another said it didn't happen until 96. So it's not clear (laughs) when it was abandoned. Hmm. So the cemetery's portal to hell, Neil. Here we go. It's allegedly located inside the church's staircase, this is the staircase the devil is said to use to travel between the earth and hell. It can only be accessed on Halloween and the spring equinox. After the church's roof blew off, people said the rain no longer fell inside the hollowed out building. And if you do not find the stairs and venture down to hell, make sure, or if you do find the stairs and venture down to hell, make sure your affairs are in order first because there's no coming back. And that's just a good lesson for us all, isn't it? Make sure your affairs are in order because... Yeah. Uh, you never know. Our, our grip on life is tenuous. You know. So you can say, so uh, my theory was correct then, you can actually, um, you can go into Looks it. like it. I mean, according to that last Bill and Ted movie, which is probably about <laughs> as realistic as any of the rest of this, you can you can find your way back out again, but it's a bit of a pain. If you're Bill and Ted. Help, he, yeah, if you're Bill and Ted. <laughs> it, helps if you, it helps if you're friends with, you know, Death and Rufus, obviously. Yeah. That was a bit of a disappointing movie, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. It was all right. I'm not, all right. I've not seen the most recent one. Yeah, it's not really worth it, frankly. So, if you decide to stay in the main part of the church, you might find a wooden crucifix that turns upside down at midnight. Legend says that if you take two glass bottles, hold them in the shape of an inverted cross, and throw them at the wall and they don't break, you're going to die. Other versions say that if the bottles don't break, you go into heaven. So one or the other. And if they do break, you go into hell. Okay, so that's good. I mean, 
Bottles don't break that easily, to be honest with you. It's just no. that hard, you're flinging them at a wall. Well, no, maybe not for you, because you're um, going to heaven or going to die. Can't, one of the two. Yeah. One or the other. One or the other. I mean, I mean, we're all going to die, so yeah, it's good, yeah. good catch-all. So, at this point, you're probably wondering why is Stull Cemetery visited by the devil? Satan's a pretty powerful guy who could probably travel anywhere he wanted. Why would he choose a small town in Kansas? Not that there's anything wrong with Kansas, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, yeah. Stull Cemetery is reportedly the final resting place of Satan's child and baby mama. So that's what we discussed earlier. Yeah, so, so he's grieving dad theory, yeah. I like that. Hanging tree, we've seen that. Uh, one of the most important stories about the cemetery is that chunks of time seem to pass quickly. People who have visit, uh, visited reported... If you've got nothing better to do than visit... Enormous memory lapses. I imagine time isn't something you're worrying about too much. Uh, when Satan visits... The cemetery buildings catch on fire and strange noises appear on tape recorders. Uh, it's also so that's like white noise thing, isn't it? Um, mm. It's also which we should look into. You know, when you just record yeah. a tape in like a and just leave it recording, then you can hear ghost, ghost voices. In the background. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's also said you should bring an extra flashlight batteries uh, as the lights have been known to die arbitrarily. <laughs> Other reported hauntings include a strange mist over the grounds, apparitions of a man who hung himself from the hanging tree, ghost children playing in the cemetery, the disembodied voice of an old woman, and raps and bangings. Werewolves are also said to jump out of the bushes, which is something I did not expect when I went into researching for this video. A video taken at the cemetery in 2016 claims to show random fires on the ground. The man in the video said it was shot on a cool spring day, so not exactly normal conditions for fires to spring up, Neil. I mean, I'm I'm more questioning the whole werewolves jumping out of bushes thing. I'm, <laughs> I would have thought that would attract a fair bit of attention. I mean, it, it, yeah. Some of those are not like the other, do you know what I mean? It's kind of like, oh, you know, doors are knocking and there's some rattling. Oh, and a werewolf jumped out of a bush. Yeah, I'd pay more attention to that part. To it's getting there. There's some good ones coming up. Uh, so another story tells two young men who men who visit the cemetery at night. Oh, that's a gust of wind one. That's fine. Uh, another story of a reported visit to the cemetery was posted on Reddit. So Ooh. there's your there's hard facts coming there's up. Your, <laughs> there's your journalistic integrity. All right. Uh, the poster, who I presume is male. Says <laughs> probably fair assumption. Probability. Reddit reported yeah, stories. Likely. Said he visited the cemetery in the wee hours of the night uh, of the morning with his girlfriend and her father. Oh. <laughs> Plan chaperone. He either either make sure they don't get up to something they shouldn't or uh, or worship the devil. He said that they felt a heavy Both. silence outside the gates. And when they picked up a bottle inside, they heard gas and fizzing. When they got back in the car, the lights had been turned back on. The poster also claimed to take a photograph with a questionable face in the background. And Style Cemetery has had its fair share of celebrity visitors. In 2013, uh, Ariel, Ariel Grande played a show in Kansas City and decided to visit the cemetery while in the area. Okay, she's quite famous. She is famous, yeah. 
While there, she claimed to smell sulphur and hear strange whispering. A couple of weeks after a visit, she began to she began seeing a strange black matter at night. It's just called darkness, love. Um, <laughs> and here we go. This tells me the kind of people that are going to these, the cemetery. There's also a story that the band The Cure refuses to play shows in Kansas because of the cemetery and the stories behind it. <laughs> The rumor, yeah, they, they, they'd, be, they'd love to go there, presumably hang out. Um, in fact, their ideal gig would be playing it in Stull Cemetery, and they, and they, and they had played in Kansas as well, concert. according to this. Um, and another report says Kurt Cobain visited the cemetery in 1992. <laughs> so, there you go. Um, so what are the so it's in the TV. It's been in the TV series Supernatural, by the look of it, an episode of that. There you go. There you go. Um, so I just want to have a quick look at what the seven gateways to hell, where they are. Well, I had a look at it. It was something specific, but it was a different... Um... Seven gates of hell. Yeah, that's a different thing. I looked that up. No. Um, so this week uh, I will be selecting uh, the... The scores. Um, basically, I am going to be at random with my eyes closed, just pointing at one of the many decimal places of pi. Um, I have it in front of me to thirty thousand places. So mm-hmm. uh, hopefully, the mysterious you know number pi will be able to guide me to the correct solutions. Around you in a circle, I see. Very appropriate. So, Neil, um, spookiness, what do you reckon? I mean, so I'm just sort of recounting exactly. So it's basically a gateway to hell. I guess that's... The devil never seems to get up to too much shit, though. That's that, that terrifying. There's a car getting moved. There's a terrifying wind. Yeah, a car did get moved and was facing the other way. I mean, that's that's terrifying. There's the, um, there's the heartbreak of losing your, your child. Like the devil there is, has yeah, to deal the, with the horror of even the devil can have some humanity in him, perhaps. I mean, theoretically, it's kind of like it's not a bad idea, but I don't know. There's just there's there's a lack of tenuous. So I mean, really, what we could, the details here we could observe is you know a church that where rain doesn't get in, a pathway to hell that doesn't exist, um, and it, and the rain does actually get in because I think collapsed. Um, yeah, but I mean, this is this is all believability stuff rather than spookiness. No, you're right, you're right. Uh, but there's no, but none of those little details are kind of like um, they're not like you know they're not making the the hair creep on end. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. There's there's just there's not there's not much in in the way of kind of like you know people disappearing or something like that. So there's, there's nothing. Um, it's more tricks to stuff. Yeah, it's just you know, there's a, there's a lot of theoreticals, but no, no, not much things actually happened. And where where things have happened, it's just yeah, as you say, like somebody's car lights are coming on, or you know, the car being moved, or a, or a, or a, a high wind. I mean, none of these. I'll be honest with you, a high wind, I'd find the seafront pretty fucking terrifying. <laughs> um, try and get down, yeah, Brighton seafront on on an evening, and then you'll you'll have terrifying winds knocking you about. Um, yeah, no, so I'm going to give it. I mean, you got the devil involved. I guess that's quite. Um, it's quite spooky for a lot of people, especially if you've got um, strong religious affiliations. So I'm going to give it a three on that basis. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not a hugely spooky one. Um, 
the thing, yeah, I get, I, I mean, he potentially raises people who have had a violent death up, and you think, oh, no. But then it goes, to so have a little prance around, to so have a little bit of a prance around yeah. the world. So, I mean, even the stuff, nice. even, even the stuff that the devil's doing isn't bad stuff. I mean, it's not like he's demanding ritual sacrifices or... He's not shoving a hot coal up your ass or something, you know what I mean? Which is more chance to be a fine thing. Um, but no, he's not, he, he's not really doing anything bad. Um, I think that sort of semi-destroyed churches out in the middle of nowhere in an abandoned, nearly abandoned town, would it would probably be quite spooky if you went there. But, you know, that's that's kind of standard destroyed building spookiness. Mm-hmm. With baseline, <laughs> well, I mean, it's more spooky than some of the stuff we've spoken about, but um, yeah, it's not very spooky. I'm gonna give it, um, I'm gonna give it a four. So, believability, um, I mean, it really does seem like it was just made up by some students for a Halloween magazine in the 70s, and then it just kind of snowballed from there. And then they were probably like, oh, we should actually go there and uh, on Halloween well, then that'd be cool, like, you know, and then it's just kind of built up. And I think that in a rural, ruralist-ish community, um, you know, there's not a lot to do, is there? So you would do stuff like that. And it could be a good place to meet girls or boys or whatever and um, drink some moonshine. So, um, I mean, it's what's believable about it is clearly there has been issues with people all turning up there, so people do show up. But mm. but the actual legend itself, um, I mean, it was struck by lightning that you know from by Zeus, so that's spooky. <laughs> um, but no, there's nothing to say. You know, there's not lightning bothering him. So. There's not a lot there to. You know, there's not been any kind of who's showing up or anything. Um, so believability, um, because of the fact that people do go there and it's become like a little a little f- sort of festival, I guess. But, well, I mean, it could be a little festival if the people are just, you know, take advantage, take of, advantage it. of it. Uh, believability, I'm going to give it a three nil. How about you? Yeah. Um, sort of similar premise, but I think I might go a bit higher because I, I think... I mean, do I find it believable? I'm not quite sure what I'm being asked to believe. There's a gateway to hell, I guess. Um, I'm not really seeing a lot of evidence of that, and the evidence that people are pointing to is contradictory and doesn't sound very hellish to me anyway. Um, But having said that, you know, it's a little... It's obviously it's a little bit of a rumour that's managed to... um, I mean, whether or not... I mean, there's a question of whether or not they truly believe it. I mean, but they are turning up to go and see what's going on. So there's a... This... this, um, there's that, so I mean, yeah. So I suppose on the one hand, I guess what I'm weighing up here is it's it's draw it's believable enough to draw people in to try and figure out what's going on, but also I don't think they're necessarily believing that Satan's going to make a fucking midnight appearance. And you know, it'd be cool if he did, though, wouldn't it? Mm. Just like start playing some bitching. It gets like an awesome solo, like something out of that magic like Prince, flames coming out of it. Yeah. Oh yeah, because yeah, you could then he could raise up like. Prince and some Petty or something have an awesome gig. Yeah, I didn't know Petty had passed. Actually. I don't know if he has. I'm not a big fan anyway. He looks, he, he looks, he looks mildly dead, but um, he's just just a, a slightly older gentleman. But uh, yeah, no, no, that that so that'd be great. Yeah, if you had a good um, 
But anyway, that's just that's something I'd like to see. No, I, I, I imagine there isn't much to do. I mean, it depends, I suppose, as well where they where they're coming out from. So, yeah, like you, the fact that people are actually believing it enough or getting enough out of it to turn up, I'm going to give it a four out of ten. Oh, okie dokie. So, Neil, reach. I'll let you go. And remember, I mean, it's in Supernatural. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's true. It's in best best ever TV series, Supernatural. I've ever, maybe I'll have to give it a... Give it a sounds like a, the new X-Files or something like that. Um, obviously, they do spooky ones, because I think that one's come up before Supernatural. We've had some things uh, that's been on there. But clearly, they do sort of Ghost of the Week stories or something. Um I mean, I've never heard of it, but that's no surprise because I've heard of any of these things. Um, but I can't think that it's one that's getting a lot of airtime outside of Kansas or America, to be honest with you. I mean, people, are, I'd like to know these people that are turning up, how far outside of Kansas they are coming. I imagine probably they're not people who like shipping in from San Francisco and New York, got better things to do with their time. Um, you know, good luck to you. I, I, so... I've been to, I've lived in places where there's not much to do, and you will just go and congregate on wherever there is something to, to do. So, no, you know, not having a go or anything. But, um, yeah, I, I I don't think this one's probably got a huge amount of reach. It sounds to me more like, you know, it's something that was pretty much made up in the 70s. I know there's things talking about, you know, things going back to the 20s and all the rest of it, but I'm not sort of convinced it's been that. It sounds like the people who live there don't really want to acknowledge it um, and aren't really wanting to get involved. Um, so it, it's more a kind of thing where it's just become a persistent kind of like dream and, you know, like the goth turning up to Whitney Bay. Or, I can't remember. Anyway, the, um, yeah, so I am going to give this, yeah, it's going to be quite a low one for me. I just don't see much evidence that it's gone that far out. Um, well, then, yeah, was, all right, Supernatural, tip it over to a four for me. Four. It has been on TV. Yeah, um, it's not very high for me. Um, although it does have its own wiki page, so that's better than some that we've looked at. And there's a fair bit about it on the internet. Um, so a lot of people have looked into it. So despite the fact I hadn't heard of it before, it does, it does have a fairly big internet presence. Uh, it has been in popular culture, been around since the seventies. Um, yeah, I think it's probably known within the experts around ghost cemeteries, but not much out of that. But there seem to be a few of them. Um, yeah, so it's not got very high reach for me. Um, I'll probably go the same as you, Neil, and give it a four, which leads to narrative premise. So um, there's, a, there's a lot of stuff that's been sort of hastily tapped onto it, like werewolves. <laughs> um, I quite like the quite like the tale of the devil's coming back there because because of his uh witch wife and uh dead son that's quite nice it shows um it shows a sensitive side of the devil which i think uh gets christian gets christian washed out of uh most discussions about him you know who sides to every story chris you know you know deep down are, are we that different um um, we all have feelings. Um, so there's all that. Um, the gateway to hell's very old story, obviously. It's been going on since the ancient Greeks. There being, you know, it's that he goes into hell via a gateway to hell in the Odyssey, goes to the underworld and sees his dead mate and stuff, um, and his mum, I think, Odysseus. Uh, so it's not a new thing. 
Um, it's okay. It's a it's a local urban legend, um, so nothing spectacular. I don't have a lot to say about it really. Uh, I'm going to give it a, a. I think it's only a three for me, and that's been Ooh. boosted by um, the telenovela about the devil. So, yeah, I mean, I kind of I think I might go a bit higher here because it's those little facts that do save it a little bit here for me because i think there's there's precious little and there could have been could have been less but i think there's some of the um some of the stuff that they've embellished it with is um is quite interesting so like you i like the idea of you know him having a kid with a witch that's pretty cool and then sort of like you know um hanging around because that's really grieving i think they um, tie into the seven gateways of hell is quite interesting i mean this would be very much number seven on that list um for visitors you know trip advisor of Hellgate. you're going to go to the other seven first and this is you know very much down the bottom of the list, but uh, but nonetheless, it's quite interesting that it ties in with all of those other things. It's like you know, some really like awful town getting twinned with somewhere glamorous in Europe or something. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I think there's some. I mean, you know, there's there's. I think yeah, the, the narrative around sort of devil popping up. I mean, what he's what he's doing other than just coming up and having a bit of disco dancing, I don't know. But uh, it, yeah, there's there's some some. I'm going to give it a five. Five. Much higher than I gave it. So that gives us a total score of 30 out of a possible 80. So not too shabby. We've had worse, that's for sure. Yeah. Respectable. That's a respectable score. Um, it's, it saved itself with the embellishments, I think. And it's our first proper sort of taste of um, entrances to hell. And I'm sure that's a subject which we'll revisit. Oh, gosh, yes. Well, on an appropriate day as well, appropriate time of the year. Um, so? I won't sleep well tonight, Chris. Ooh. Oh, I bet now. Um, you have to get all your tonics. Um, so, remember, people, if you want, if you live in a gateway to hell or know of one, or just for anything else, you can always contact us at herb.legends at dot pod at gmail.com. And, you know... If you have been violently murdered and the devil invites you out for a little dance around the world, you know, take you up on the offer. Don't have nightmares. We've got to lose. Okay, and that's it from this week's Urban Legends. See you soon. Goodbye. Yeah. Yeah.